Time now for a segment we call Overrated. The whole thing here is to find things that, by the way, are loved, but you think are just overrated. I'll go first, and I'm going to throw out there overrated flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, my <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You tried. And you know what? They were pretty good. Yeah. But they weren't what everyone was like, you never tried it? You or, don't think they're better than regular Cheetos? Hmm. They're fine. Wow. And they were still fine to pretty good. But I say from the bottom of my heart, they are overrated. By the way, who disagrees? I do, 100%. Anybody else disagree? Mm-mm. They're a little no, hot. They're good. Well, they're okay. They're oh. a little hot. They're a little hot. Okay, all right. Um, Amy. Well, okay, so I tried this again because I wanted to give it a go, and I still stand by my decision that I I don't get Game of Thrones. It's totally overrated. (laughs) I was flying, and I... I had downloaded episode one of season one a long, long time ago and tried to give it a go. And then when I was on a recent flight, I was going through my iTunes being like, oh, what can I watch that I already have downloaded? And I was like, oh, there it is. I'm going to give it a go. Well, nope, 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 nope. I'll speak on this and that that I am a Game of Thrones lover, but it takes more than one. It takes about four or five episodes to really love it. And, uh-huh. and, and I do think as a lover of Game of Thrones, it's also a bit overrated because the hype kind of became what it was more so than the show. Still, I think the best show of, not my favorite show, but I think the best show of my lifetime. Oh man, Meaning, I feel so bummed that I'm missing out on the best show of your lifetime, but all, I, there's, it's just not going to happen. The storylines, the money, the actors, what it did to pop culture. Mm-hmm. I think pound for pound, probably the biggest and best show of the lifetime. Oh, wow. Not my wow. favorite, but mm. I, I can get why you would say that, Amy. Okay. From someone who loves it, but we will get, we will sing it for you now. One, two, three, four. Overrated. Lunchbox. Ooh, there's a TV show that everybody loves, and I was late to the train on this one, and I watch it, and it's okay, but I don't think it's one of the best of all time, like people say, and that's Friends. Like What? What are you talking about? I think about? if you didn't watch Friends back in the day, it's not that good now. It doesn't hold up wonderfully unless you were in it when it happened. Right, and so I watch the reruns is how I catch it, and I'm like, oh, this is okay, but all the hype it gets, people act like it's the greatest show to ever grace our TV. I love Friends, but I was having this conversation with someone who is 28, 29 years old, and she's like, it's fine. I said, oh, because you didn't get to experience it while it was on. If you, it's, I would say, that, like, for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is, the, is what I would compare it to to me. Like, if I watch it now, you're like, this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. But because you watched it when you were a kid and it was so cool then, you still have those feelings about it now. And so I watch it now and I love it. But I get why you would say that now. It's not overrated to me because I still get the joy that I've always had from it. Friends, is it overrated, anybody? Uh, no. I like it. I don't even know that... Should we chant to that? Oh, yes. Yes, it's his. <laughs> oh. Wait, we chant to all of them. Yeah, Amy, I might not. You're right. One, two, three, four. Overrated. All right, very good. Thank you, guys. You can add yours. No, nah, let's not put this on Instagram because it's going to turn into a or Facebook. Oh, yeah, it's going to yeah, turn yeah. into a fight. This is one of those that I don't want up because these people are going to be fighting about it the whole time. I'd rather you put up, who's your favorite political person? Oh, even better. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yes, Bobby Bones. So match the artist with their tour writer. And what a writer is is what you request whenever you go to a venue to do a show. Your three choices are 
Dirk Spenley, Kid Rock, or Luke Bryan. Okay, this next one's going to be about one of those three. Amy, you're up first. Dirk Spenley, Kid Rock, or Luke Bryan. Ready? Mm-hmm. This artist asks for a selection of Fruit of the Loom or Hanes underwear. Specifically, they want a pack of white T-shirts, a pack of white tank tops, and a pack of white boxer shorts. In addition, they ask for a pair of white crew socks. So as part of the rider, all of this is there. And by the way, it's all like white. Huh? Yeah. I didn't realize that. So Dirk Spenley, Kid Rock, or Luke Bryan. You got the underwear, the T-shirts, white tank tops, white boxer shorts, white Gosh. crew socks. Is it feel Dirk like, Spentley, Kid Rock, or Luke Bryan? I feel like it's Kid Rock. You feel like it or that's your answer? That's Oh, sorry. That's Kid Rock. Okay. That's correct. It's Kid Rock. By the way, just because they have this doesn't mean it's all in theirs. Because mine, when we play theaters... I always request a three-pack of white socks and one pair of red socks. What's up with the socks? Because you always like to have clean socks. Like if you travel and you lose socks, I'm Mm -hmm. on my feet the whole show. So it's just in case. Okay. So, and also, I take them home and wear them. That's right. I have the greatest sock collection. Uh, Okay. Lunchbox. Yep. Your three options are Faith Hill, Carrie Underwood, or Shania Twain. Faith Hill, Carrie Underwood, or Shania Twain. On the rider. Lemons, papayas, mangoes, bananas, melons, beets, broccoli, and 10 pounds of carrots. The artist also requests a canine sweep the area to deter people from making fake bomb threats. Additionally, they have their own security dog. Now, is that Faith Hill, Carrie Underwood, or Shania Twain? Oh, man. Lemons, papayas, mangoes, all this, 10 pounds of carrots. 10 pounds of carrots? I mean, I think... A canine? Canadians like carrots, so I'm going to go with Shania Twain. Shania Twain, there we go. Nice. Oh, wow. Dang. How'd you know that? I just guessed. All right. She's juicing those, right? I would assume. Imagine (laughs) she's eating all that for every show. (laughs) Crap. (laughs) Eddie. Come on. Your options are Tim McGraw. Love him. Mm. Keith Urban. Or Sam Hunt. Ooh, perfect. This artist asks for two breakfasts, one for before a workout and one for after. Neither seem to have a gram of fat, though. Oh. The singer specifically requests no butter be used ever. The meals are full of fresh vegetables and steamed chicken. After the show, he requests a few cans of Coke and Pepsi for the tour bus. Coke and Pepsi? For the tour bus. So What? It's Tim McGraw, Keith Urban, or Sam Hunt. Okay, I've taken Keith out of this. Why? I feel like he wakes up later. Doesn't need breakfast. <laughs> uh, Sam, Sam's a big dude. He needs fat in his diet. I'm going with Tim McGraw. He says Tim McGraw. What? Yeah. It's Who Sam. is it? Keith? It's it's Keith. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I got tricked. Next time he comes in, let's ask him how true this is. Yeah. Yeah. It could be an old rider too. All right, um, Amy and Lunchbox are in. Hey, I'm going to give you guys one. You guys can both guess this one. Eddie, you're out. Sorry, bud. Uh, thank you. Uh, your three options are Reba, Dolly, or Carrie. Okay? In this artist's rider, the singer asked for clear plastic solo cups and for all refreshments to be presented and arranged with a delicate touch. <laughs> While limiting flowers to a minimum... One should strive to bring her sodas and bottled waters in a way that provides an overall pleasing presentation. Diva. 
Is it Reba, Dolly, or Carrie? Oh. What? So, like, she wants to be served, maybe, her soda on a platter? Maybe. <laughs> says, I got it. I'm in for the win. Says pleasing. Pleasing. Golly, okay, I'm in. Lunchbox? It has to be Dolly. Amy? Yeah, I go Dolly. Nah, it's Reba. Ah. Yeah, sorry about that one. We'll just call that one a tie. Nice job, everybody. All Everybody's right. there. Yeah. But hey, we learned a lot about our friends here. I wonder how all those riders are. Yeah, we should ask them all when they come in. Because, again, if you were to look at mine, it's a bunch of bars. Um, what else is on mine? Uh, limes. Oh, limes and orange slices because yes. I'm 12. And then soda water. Clo- um, uh, whatever. Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Yeah. And then Eddie has some beer. I have a bottle of wine now. Oh, is that what you... Is trying that to cut out on the beer, yeah. That's why you have a bottle of wine after mm-hmm. shows. I thought mm-hmm. you like pulled it out of your pocket. You're like, yeah. all right, like a magician. And I only drink like a glass after a show, so I ended up putting it in my backpack and taking it back to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Let's go to Jessica in Maryland, who's on the phone. Hey, Jessica, thanks for calling the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to be in the studio. <laughs> hey, morning. Morning, morning. <laughs> I just wanted to call and thank you guys so much um, for everything that you do. For the last year and a half, I've been driving a two-hour commute one way in the morning, and you guys have gotten me through some of the worst commutes through Baltimore and D.C., and I just wanted to call and thank you guys so much for that. You were driving two hours one way? One way, yes. How many days a week? Five days a week. Wow. Insane. You're spending four hours driving a day? Yeah, yeah, four hours a day in my car every day. So I spent a lot of time listening to you guys, a lot of time listening to the Bobbycast and a bunch of other podcasts. Holy moly. Are, are you driving less now or no? I'm driving. Uh, yeah, I will be driving less. I'll be working from home. Goodness oh, great. Yeah. Oh, well, goodbye. Now we <laughs> <Yeah>. lost her. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It was a good <laughs> run, Jessica. My, my Alexa is ready. She's all ready for us. Mm. So we're good. Well, we, we appreciate you spending time with us in your car. For your p- mental health, I'm glad you're not driving two hours to and from. What kind of job is this again where you have to drive that far? Uh, it's a nonprofit job. Oh, look at wow. you. Wow. She's amazing. Driving yeah. to help others. Right. I'd have been like, you know, they're, they're yep. good. They can wait. <laughs> right. I'm going to find a different job. Closer. <laughs> appreciate you calling us. Good luck with uh, being able to work from home. Don't forget us, okay? We're going to lose you a little bit. I can tell already, but, but don't forget us, okay? I won't forget you guys. Thank you guys so much. All right, see you later. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So after six years in an Indiana shelter, a 12-year-old pit bull boxer mix named Sandy has found a forever home. Oh. Yeah, six years. So over half of her life, she was there, and there was a volunteer, Terry, that worked there and walked Sandy all the time. And now she's like, oh, man, I'm glad she found a forever home, but I'm going to miss walking her. So they threw this party to wish Sandy a goodbye, rolled out a red carpet for her to walk down to her new family. And yeah, this shelter says that Sandy left behind 80 dogs and 200 cat siblings and wow. that they they this is like an orphanage. They don't yeah. put any dogs down, any cats down. They keep them. They will live there until they find a home or until they 
pass away. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, not real blood siblings. Like, like <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, no, no, like, no, no. I was like holy mother. People all... at the at the dog. <laughs> That's why I wowed. Not <laughs> because like, there were that many animals there. I was like, wow, there's that many brothers and sisters. <laughs> so, shout out to the Marion Grant Humane Society, and they yeah. run solely on donations, whether monetary, toys, or pet food. So, there you go. Pretty awesome. That is a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Portland, Oregon. A 24-year-old man had outstanding warrants. The police try to pull him over. He's like, man, I got to make a run for it. Drives a car, goes into a neighborhood, says, I got to ditch it. Jumps out, runs towards a river, steals a kayak. and said, I'll just kayak. <laughs> Only problem is he didn't have any oars. He had to use his arms. No. And he got tired, and they just got in a boat and went and got him out of the middle of the river. Uh, yeah. You probably wouldn't be able to paddle along uh-uh. with your arms <laughs> in a kayak. Without being exhausted. But it's funny how he's stealing things along the way. <laughs> Whatever he could find. Everything's escalating. <laughs> Pretty funny. And you probably have to get on your belly, too. Oh, he gonna... is on his belly laying yeah. on the kayak, and he just, <laughs> like, I give up. Yeah, there you go. I'm that... Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Get your Bobby Bones on. Bobby Bones, y'all. Let's go over to Chris in Alabama, who is on the phone right now. Chris, what's happening, man? Morning. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Quick question for you. When you have a bad customer service experience or, or something, do you guys feel it's appropriate to kind of put that company or those in, that individual who gave you that experience on blast on social media? Or do you kind of frown away from that? What I do is I don't go back. I, I mostly treat it good or bad, reward or punishment with me spending there further. Because you can have bad customer service somewhere and, and because it's a worker who works there and not penalize the whole institution. Like you got somebody who's opened up a small business or someone who's opened up a chain and they can't be there all the time and they've hired someone and that someone has a bad day. I don't really let that affect my feelings toward making sure everybody knows about it. And also, I've also just had bad days and I hope people will give me a little bit of grace sometimes when I have bad days. So unless like the owner punched you in the face, I would just, <laughs> just not go back. I think really the best way to reward or punish someone is with your business or without your business. I don't know that I will be getting on social media going, this sucks, not for me, don't do it. Because you really get nothing except that instant gratification of I showed you and then you probably feel bad about it later. Right. And then you're like, I kind of wish I wouldn't have done that. I've also had bad days. I'm glad mm-hmm. people can't get on social media and do one like, Bobby, you're a sucky person because I would get those sometimes. So I'm going to say that no. I, I just... I don't think putting people on blast generally is a good idea. Sometimes. Like if there's a place for that company that you can write a review, you could probably share your experience, but it doesn't have to be, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't have to be on blast. It doesn't have to be a public thing because you can really mess up someone's Yelp. You can can really affect someone's business in a bad way. So, uh, well, guys, thank you so much for taking my call and answering my question. I really appreciate it. Love the show. Morning Corny is my favorite jam, and uh, you guys do a great job. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. See you later, bud. All right, bye bye. I do have a mailbag. Raimundo, can we open up the mailbag here? Bobby's mailbag. And you guys can email us at any time, ask any question you want, and we try to get to as many of them as possible. They write, Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. My girlfriend and I like to watch different shows on Sunday nights. Her show is on one channel. My show is on another. She insists we watch them together. First her show, then my show on demand. I don't understand. Why do we have to do that? We have two TVs in the apartment. Why can't I go in one room and she in the other? (laughs) 
is it necessary that we watch shows together even if one of us hates the show? Is this some sort of bonding moment that I'm missing? It feels like forced bonding. I don't make her watch football with me in the afternoon on Sunday. Signed, Matthew. Amy, I'm coming to you. Your thoughts? Wow, Matthew. What's the big deal? You get to watch your favorite show. You get to spend time with her. It's something y'all are doing together. I get wanting to be together and not be in separate rooms on separate TVs. Suck it up. I mean, I <laughs> can, I, can I just toss this at you? Just for sure. just a little example. Toss it over. So this is not the same thing, but a lot of whenever parents fight, and let's say parents are going to split up and they go, I would rather us be happy apart than fighting with the kids watching. Like I would rather there not be that rocky relationship. I'd rather us be apart than have that rocky relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, on a much, much smaller level, um, a micro level, <laughs> what if you were both just happy, separate watching your shows? Because doesn't that make everything happier? But I, she's clearly not. She wants him there. Yeah, I know she does. So, But I'm just asking that question mm-hmm. because here's what he has to weigh. Is it more important to him to keep her happy or to his happiness he gets by watching a show alone? Yeah. Like, whichever one that wins, that's where, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. Like if if it, if it's really important to her, it doesn't matter what it is. He's getting comfortable. If it's okay, and that's okay, you should get begin- comfortable. But you should you should get comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. I agree. But also have regards yeah. for the other's feelings. All my and this is what I'm going to leave my opinion on. How important is it to you that she stay happy? Because you can avoid a lot of drama just by giving her this one. She's probably giving you things and and taking one for the team for you at times. Take one, don't don't suck it up, as Amy says. <laughs> I'm gonna say take one for the team. Okay. Relationships are each other looking out for each other, and I'm sure she's stepping in for you at times when she doesn't want to do stuff. So, if it's important to her, whatever it is, and you can do it, why not do it? I agree. Well, in a different way, you're a little you're a little more coarse. You said suck it up. You said suck it up, loser. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, is this really that big of a deal? Like you get to still watch your show. Y'all get to be together. I under I cause I can totally relate to wanting to be not to not be separate during but can that I time. Say this, would, a, you, would you rather your husband be miserable and with you mm-hmm. or happy and apart? That was my first question. Wh- why is he if he's miserable like watching with me? Because he doesn't want to watch. You watch Vanderpump Rules, right? Yeah. And so you're watching Vanderpump Rules. And he's like, oh. but you're like, thank you. I'm just so glad you're with me. But, but then, he's also like, Bleh. but then his show next, I'm going to watch with him. I might be miserable through that, but I'm not miserable because I'm with him. But I'm just asking about his feelings. Would you rather him be miserable and with you or happy and apart? Just a question. I mean, I guess happy and apart, but yeah. why would he be miserable with me? Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say, Matthew. If it's this important to her, I think you should really work with her on it. And Matthew, I hope you're communicating this to her and not just to us. No, I hope it's just to us. (laughs) And then um, her, I think she has this, I would tell her the same thing. Whatever's important, it's maybe not be TV shows to him, but whatever's important to him, Mm -hmm. you kind of need to stick your neck in there and be like, okay, I'm here for you. Yeah. So Matthew, suck it up. (laughs) Yeah, right? There you go. Matthew, we both agree. Amy and I both agree that you just need to get with the program Mm -hmm. and make this work if it's that important to her. But definitely communicate to her. And then she might need to get with the program too in other areas. Mm -hmm. We know what those areas are, don't we, boys? Oh, yeah, we do. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) And that was Bobby's Mailbag. I'll give you an easy theme song like this. This is Saved by the Bell. Just tell me the show. Okay. Okay, write your answers down, guys. You guys can all play. All right. Uh, Morgan number two, you should hop in this too. This will be harder for you, but you can play. So write your answer down. If you miss it, you're eliminated. 
Amy Lunchbox, our video producer, Eddie, and Morgan, number two, who does all our digital. You guys ready to play? Ready. Yep. All right, write it down. Here you go. Number one. Men, 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 manly men, 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 I know who's in the show. Me too. <laughs> Shoot. That was like the easy. This is like the softball one. That's yeah. the softball. Well, it's the first one. No one gets cut in the first round. Well. It's like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You, you ask what's two plus two. Is it three? Is it four? Is it five? Uh-huh. This is dumb. All right. Amy? Two men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know that's a movie, right? Too close, From like the no. 80s. Okay. Uh, and I think it was three men and a baby oh. back in the day. <laughs> but you're close to the show. That's not it. Shoot. Lunchbox? Two and a half men. Oh, right. that's it. Eddie? Well, I'm, I wasn't laughing because I too wrote two men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That must have gotten in our head and I couldn't get it so out. Dumb. I was like, wait, I know that it later it got weird because the boy got old and it was like, this isn't two and a half men anymore. Um, and Morgan number two? Two and a half men. Okay, oh, there wow. you go. Okay. All right, here we go. This is the next one. Are we out? Yeah, we're out. Morgan, number two, are you in? That was the easy one. Uh You don't know this one? Oh, man. (laughs) This is so easy. We're going to have to run this game back, boys, if it's over this quick. Um, You're you're, you're writing nothing down? I wrote something down. What'd you write down? 90210? No. No. (laughs) Lunchbox? It's Dawson's Creek. There you go. He wins the first one there. (laughs) Let's run it back. Let's run it back. All right. All right, here we go. Next up. Everybody's back in. No, he won. (laughs) Oh, I won. TV theme games. Here we go. I'm in for the win. What? You guys know this? Eddie, how are you bombing out on these? I don't these? know, dude. I don't know. These are a little past his prime. He was like 30 by then. <laughs> this sounds like straight out of the 80s. <laughs> Everybody in? Yeah. Okay. Right. Amy? 90210. Right. Good. Um, Lunchbox? 90210. Eddie? Step by step. You're really not good at this. Maybe 2020 no. is not your year because you were the game player of 2019. I was. I was. Yeah, you were the champion of 2019. Uh, Morgan, number two? I had bad men. I don't know. Bad men. Is it, no, not guys you've dated. No, we're, we're looking for the name of TV shows. I was thinking bad boys, bad boys. Cops? I don't know. Okay, here, um, Amy and Lunchbox are now in. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Next one up. What would you do if I sang out of tune? I'm in. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Boom, boom. Lend me your Eddie, would you know this one though? Of course I do. This is the one you know. This is the one I know. Oh, it is the oldest one. I will try not to <laughs> Is it? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, that or 90210 is probably around the same time. This is before 90210. You think so? Maybe. For sure. Mike D, would you fact check that for me? Um, Amy. Wonder Years. Yeah. Lunchbox. Wonder Years. Good. There you go. Mike D's going to pull. The Wonder Years started in 88. I guess another one would be like the early nineties. Early nineties. Wow, it started in eighty eight. Wow. Yeah. I realize that. Morgan, number two. What year were you born? Ninety 
crazy. <laughs> you had five years to go to be born before that show started. And then, uh, oh, Beverly Hills on our 90. Not that far apart. Okay. It's a couple of years. Uh, okay, next up. I'm in for the win. Lunchbox? I put Frasier. It sounds a bit like that, but that's not it. Um, Amy for the win? Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so Amy won one, Lunchbox won one. Let's do a sudden death for the whole championship of this whole game. All right. Which, by the way, I guess I'm going to talk to you about in a second. Okay. Um, wait, what? We say our name. Yeah, just say your name. So this is speed to see who wins uh, the whole thing. Okay, are you ready? ready? Yeah. Name that easy TV theme song. These are all old school, but are they old school? Here we go. Say your name as the buzzer. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, guys? Nothing. A few things have popped in my head, but I know they're wrong. I'll um, give you hint number one. Oh, this is the only option? I thought we go to another one. The hint, hint number one. The year was 1984 when the show started. <laughs> hit that clip again, Raimundo. That was three. Sweet. <laughs> 1984, the show started. No idea. Oh. Hint number two. There was a family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hint number three, New York. <laughs> New York family. <laughs> Ready for the big hint? I mean, say your name. Hint number four, the main character of this show is in prison. Amy. Amy. I don't know. Um, Sanford and Son? Incorrect. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. The Cosby Show. Correct. Sanford and Son's like... I know. Uh, I, can't, I can't believe that well, I missed that. Hold on a second. Hold on. Sanford and Son is... Uh, Right? Yes. Red Fox? Yeah, and I think this is the first Cosby Show theme song because there were two later. Oh, there were many. Yeah, there were a bunch, right? Yeah, Bobby McFerrin did a later one. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Maybe that's why. There you have Oh, that's it. Oh, that's, yes. I'm trying to figure out why. Like, how would I miss that? That was a hard one. Golly. Good job, Lunchbox. That's a pretty fun game for me. Mm. Uh, You want to hear one sudden death? Give us that last sudden death one. Everybody just jump in if you know it. Just yell your name. Eddie. Eddie. Cheers. Yeah, there you go. It's a good one. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A grandpa from Minnesota has finally gotten his high school diploma more than 70 years after he left school. Clifford Hansen just received it at 91 years old in a special graduation ceremony. Wow. His family was there to cheer him on as he got his honorary degree from Benson High School. 
He dropped out in the eighth grade because his dad was sick and he had to save the family farm. Oh, wow. That's so, he, so cool. Which he did, by the way. Yeah. And then he's 91. He told a nurse in the senior living facility he still wished he could have gotten it. So they made it happen. Did a little learning. Got it. Had the whole ceremony. Pretty cool, huh? Super cool. 91 years old. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Amy with the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. What does a thesaurus eat for breakfast? What does a thesaurus eat for breakfast? A synonym roll. A synonym oh, roll. Got it. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was the morning corny. <laughs> Leah is on the phone in Florida. Leah, good morning. Good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. What's happening with you? Oh, I have a huge dilemma and I need help. Okay. So my sister's boyfriend is getting ready to propose at the end of January. And he wanted me to try on the ring yesterday to see if it would fit. They never looked at rings together. And the ring is super extra, super gaudy. My sister's so simple. And I don't know if I should tell him. My mom called me this morning and was like, you need to tell him. And I'm, I don't know what to do. That's a good question. Well, but first of all, my first question is, do you and your sister have the same ring finger size? If you're, you're trying it on for her. Yeah, we're actually the same. Okay. So, Amy, what do you think about this? Oh, wow. That's hard because, and this is like the opposite of what sometimes you hear. Like some girls will be like, ooh, it's not it's not enough, but this is like too much. Well, not so, too much expensive, like too much, oh, like extra. Too extra. Oh, man. that I feel like if you know her style, you know her taste, you need to tell him. And I feel like he wouldn't have come to you if he didn't want some sort of feedback. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're throwing feedback at him where... You're going, oh, here's what I feel about it, even though you didn't ask. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, asking for your help. And you love your sister more than him. Hmm. You have her in mind. And you're saving her from having to be, like, yes. go the rest of her life with the extra gaudy ring. Or you're saving her from having to, to even tell him. And then it get awkward. Mm-hmm. And then and then, they, and then they may not stay together because it's so awkward. So you can take the, yeah, <laughs> and then they get, so the divorce rate goes up, and then we're all penalized. <laughs> and it's all because you yes, it's because of you, Leah. <laughs> Okay. No, I can't do that. Here's what we're going to say. He did come to you for advice. It's not like you just saw it in a box. Right. He came right. to you. I would say, what? let's just call him Chuck. No. An odd Perfect. name for a fella. <laughs> uh, this, how old is he? He's only 20. Okay. Not many Chucks that are 20, but okay. Let's say, hey, Chuck, I know you love her. I know you showed me this ring. I don't think this is her style. And it is going to be awkward. But you, as a loving sister, have to take that awkwardness on you in her mm-hmm. honor. Yeah. And you say... I would totally do it. Yeah. you. Ha- I think you... My advice is he came to you to run it by you. You should have it ran by you truly and sincerely and go, I don't think this is for her. I know her. Before you go and get her something she doesn't like, I would suggest kind of scaling it down. I would even put it like, hey, you, you probably knew this before you got it, that she loves really simple things. And make him kind of empower him to make that decision, even to go. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying why. change it, but you know, you you know as well as I do, she really loves simple things. So if you could find, I would. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. It's such an awkward, it's conversation. Such an awkward thing. But I'm gonna say that, Leah. I think that's super helpful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good and luck. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Let us know how it goes. I shall. I shall. Leah, everybody. I'll right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Alarm drivers on a Northern California highway spotted a young girl Saturday evening in a vehicle 
holding up a handmade sign that she just took and wrote. Help me, she's not my mom. Help. Oh my gosh. I know. What would you do if you saw this? Call 911. After a motorist on Highway 99 south of Elk Grove called 911, CHP officers and a canine unit performed a high-risk stop. I mean, talking about gun, the whole thing. Yeah, it's a big deal. Then they discovered the girl was just being funny. No. And made the, a sign as a prank. Mom didn't even know. The mom didn't know. The girl, like, wrote it and, like, held it up. Can you imagine, Amy, if you were the mom? How old I was this girl? I, oh, it... If Stashira ever did that to me, which I would, it's in, her. <laughs> it's in big black Sharpie on a piece of notebook paper. Oh, my goodness. And it says, help me, she's not my mom. I mean, that's one way to Hel- get back to your mom. Terrible and hilarious, both. Terrible. <laughs> terrible, right. But part, also, I could see right. a little bit hilarious, but very terrible. Like, oh, hopefully, terrible, but hilarious. Hopefully, they Nobody have a good hurt. relationship. And then, you know, 10, 20 years from now, when she's an adult, they'll look back. And laugh. Remember that time? <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, that's, and you know, that's funny. It could be one of those, like, we don't talk about that. Right. Oh, man. It's like, are we really going to go there? I just think, though, if you're driving down the road and you see that, you for sure call 911. Yeah. Yes, you have to. And if you're a cop, you for sure treat it like a kidnapping situation where they have someone hostage. Unless you research, like, well, I don't know. Maybe you can. It doesn't say hold. She has It doesn't. Gun. Just a juvenile. So I don't know. She's got to be at least 11. Right? Like 10 or 11 and up. <laughs> yeah. Because that handwriting is pretty good. And that's to crazy. think of that. And to think of that. That's like second oh, you, oh, level Oh, you think prank. it's genius. That's like, well, it's no, not genius. No, that's why I'm like. You such... shouldn't do it, but it's second <laughs> level prank. No, my daughter's 12 and she could, she would do that maybe thinking that it's funny. She's kind of a jokester. She makes jokes to <laughs> me all the time. She likes to like act like she's choking and pass out. <laughs> And then I'll now I now I, <laughs> I'm just thinking about it even more like now I, I would be so mad if my son did that. Yeah, of but course. But really, he would. like a year later, right? Like, would oh, you laugh cool. at but, all? Hey, but a year later, right? <laughs> Fast forward calendar year. I don't know, folks, because you got to think you're driving, you get pulled over. Like what? what but happens? a year later, after it all they goes probably down, stu- what cuffed and stuffed him? Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, probably threw spikes out. After a year later, though, Eddie, I don't know. I don't. This is a bad one. Why are you laughing so much? <laughs> because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> hilarious. Getting a lot of texts saying don't take pills without water, especially Metamucil. Guys, I don't do it for fun. <laughs> if I'm just going to do a quick hit, just throw them in and swallow them real quick. Yeah, I think probably too, you need the water yeah. to like help the you do. all that fiber. I'm not bragging. I am pretty good at it. You though. are. I, I, my point, it wasn't even about that. It's that I can take impressed. a pill without water. Get there off. goes your talent. Get off me. No. Uh, thank you. Let's go over to Madison in Ohio, who's on the phone. Madison, appreciate you calling. What's going on? Hey, guys. I was just calling on my way to work this morning. Oh, cool. What do you want to say? Uh, I just wanted to say hi to you all. Um, I listen to you guys literally every morning. Um, I especially love, sorry, Bobby, but when Amy picks on you, and it's probably my favorite part in the morning. Oh, it's real great. Aww. Love it. Makes me feel so good. <laughs> Um, and literally, no matter what mood I'm in in the morning or whenever I listen to you guys, um, literally always makes my day so much better. Um, just listening to Amy's morning corny or Lunchbox's bonehead story um, literally always just makes my day better. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for listening in Ohio. And uh, tell your friends about us, please. They don't give us any sort of budget or promotion, so we count on you to spread the word. Oh, I definitely do. Trust me. All right. See you later. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Come on. 
It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Out in Mesa, Arizona, in the middle of the night, this neighbor wakes up and goes, oh my gosh, my neighbor's house is on fire. So Ty runs next door, starts banging on the door, and there's a ring doorbell camera. So he starts looking into it and he's yelling, your house is on fire, your house is on fire. The mom answers the door. He takes the two-year-old girl out to the street. Wow. Then Ty runs in and gets the other daughter out of the house. Wow. Wow. Also, to go up to the camera and start talking to the camera, that's pretty aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty aware to go, okay, but they can hear me. Because, again, if somebody's beating on your door, you're probably not just going to answer it. If somebody comes to my door, I have the app, too. I just go, who's out there? Also, I'm standing on the other side of the door. <laughs> right. I can just yell through the door. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a good story. That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. I was reading this story about how they say you can tell if your partner is cheating by how they handle their phone. You ready? Ready. One, they get texts at all hours of the day or night. Okay. Don't a lot of people? No, I don't think so. All hours? Okay. I I mean, no, we kind of have where it falls. Unless you have a job where people are reaching out to you all the time about crazy things. Mm -hmm. Even I don't. My phone has that little alert that comes on that goes, well, it's 8 o'clock. You're not seeing any messages unless you dig in. Oh, you said it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's smart. Because I try to be in bed at Mm 8, never fall asleep then. But, um, but yeah, I don't get texts that often, even as, as nutty as my schedule is. Emails come in all the time, but texts, text, that's different. the one to watch. The person never lets their phone or their tablet out of their sight. Ooh. Like oh. they can't just leave it. If you've got kids, what do you they mean? Always, I feel like they always have my phone. <laughs> oh, true. Your kids find out that you're cheating? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only place they can have TikTok. Uh, you wake up and see the person on their phone in the middle of the night. Oof. When you don't expect them to be. Okay. Because that's like they think it's a safe space when you don't see them. And finally, if they get defensive when you mention their phone use, because they're already trying to hide something and they're sensitive about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just just a few tips there for you. That if someone's doing those things, they're probably, they probably got a side chick. Oh. <laughs> that's a good chance. <laughs> Clearly. You didn't think so? Um, caffeine apparently is such a big thing that half of Americans say that if they don't get their caffeine, their day will not be good. Like 50% of people. I mean, I get a headache. Oh, you still get, you get headaches? If you don't have it by what time of the day though? Like when does the withdrawal hit you? I mean, I would say somewhere mid-morning by noon, but I have some form of caffeine every day, whether it's coffee, tea, coffee or tea, and, or matcha. Well, that's just also tea. But anyway, I'll notice, why do I have a headache? Do I need to drink more water? And then I'll realize, oh shoot, I haven't had my caffeine yet today. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a good thing. It's not. So that's when I'll normally like wean myself off a little bit and then get build myself back up. For me, it's about two days. Because I don't do a lot of caffeine, but if I don't have caffeine for like two days, I'll start to go, huh, something's a little not right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that thing with my shoulders while I lift it up and down. Lift it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Bone, come on. I brought my piano in the studio today. I've been practicing a lot. So I've set this up. I'll play you a famous country song on my piano. Just name the song. Oh, cool. Amy, Lunchbox, Producer ready. These are all from different time periods, but they're all major hits. Are you guys ready? We're ready. Ready. Piano song number one.
anything. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, I got it 100%. All right. Five seconds. Oh. Now you hear it? All right, Amy? I hear something. Woman, amen. No. I'm oh. Amy. What is it? Lunchbox needs you now. No. Eddie, you can win this in one piano. Is this for the win? Yeah. Body like a back row. Like yeah. Hey, Raymond, play it again. Wow, that was a quick game. Here. Woman, amen. <laughs> I hear it now, of course. By the way, I'm not really playing this in case those are wondering. Oh, I thought you were going to go with it. <laughs> All right, here's, let's do another one. Eddie, you won the first one? Yeah. Here you go. Next up. I'm in for the win. Lunchbox? Girl crush. Amy? Girl crush. Eddie? Girl crush. Good. All right, all right. How about this one? I got a girl crush. Hate one more. Can you name this on piano? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Wow. Lunchbox? The dance. Amy? The dance. Nice. Eddie? The dance. Wow. Let's do another one then. Our all right, let's do one more, Ray. I'm in. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Amy. I'm in. Right. Lunchbox? Die a happy man, Thomas Amy? Brett. Just happy man. Happy man. <laughs> why, 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 why would you do that? Eddie, die a happy man. Shoot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just man. I'm going to just go with die. <laughs> Eddie is our winner, though. There he is. Ah! Nice job, Eddie. Oh, I won the first one. There's only one game. Yeah, yeah. I won, I won the game. He won the game. The, the first one I got right. And also, you didn't miss another one. So even if we were keeping score the whole time, right. you would have won. Oh, I see what you're okay. saying. You won two games, Eddie. Yeah. the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, the Bobby Bone Show. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. This is a funny story. So in Missouri, a woman is laying on all the mattresses to see which bed she likes. Because you're buying a bed, you go and you lay at the store. Mm -hmm. And so she's testing the mattresses and she falls asleep. Well, they didn't see her fall asleep and they turn the lights off of the store and they go home and lock the door. And so she's had, she spent the night in the store. Oh, that's like a movie. <laughs> yeah, they were called to the store after an employee... Found the one wandering through it after it was closed because she fell asleep when they shut it down and they, they went away. So, yeah, she was just testing it out. She must have been real tired. I never, <laughs> back in the day when I would go to the mattress store and test out mattresses, only a few times, but I never could get a legit feel at the store and what I liked because mm. it all felt comfortable at the store. <laughs> they were like, try the front, lay on the front, and be like, ooh, it's pretty good. They try the soft, ooh, this is pretty good. I never, is never, I, I'm a very, I think I'm a 30. My sleep number is a 30 right now, so I definitely know what I am. Right. But I never could go to the store and test it because they all felt good because they were new. Yeah. I'm not a soft. I'm a firm all the way. But again, it isn't firm or soft. That's not my point. My point is, is that I could go and lay on all of them and they all felt good to me. I could never use the mattress store in the buying day as a good method of picking out a mattress. 
because they were new, so they all just felt good. And I mean, I bought a mattress one time back in the day, and I went home and it was miserable. And so, <laughs> can you return a mattress? Yeah, uh, you can, but oh, I didn't. I was can? so I was so lazy. <laughs> I just slept on it for like. Five years. Just dealt with it. Yeah, I just dealt with it. I made my bed literally, and I had, oh, to, yeah. had to lie in it. Um, thanks for listening. Check out the whole podcast, The Bobby Bones Show, on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. Goodbye. The Bobby Bones Show.